Next on BYU Sports Station, the 40-yard dash of all 40-yard dashes. <laughs> Did I run a 4-9? Hey, at least I ran it on 4-9. April 9th, nice. How Sky Povey killed it on Pro Day and what he thinks of this year's BYU defense. I needed him as a coach. Plus, the West Coast Conference Softball Player of the Year. Okay, we're projecting. And the one thing you would change about college basketball right now. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Friday, April 10th, wherever and however you are dialed in. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with resident track official, Jerem Jordan. Well, with this hat I am. So th- this was someone's actual hat. Like someone wore this. At what point? In 1987? Was that somebody's track official hat? Someone wore this and said, this is a cool hat. <laughs> That happened in the past, and it was me today. Oh no! I, yeah, the funny, I, the funny thing is, if you wore that like now, nobody would nobody would say anything to you. They'd be I'm, like, "Oh, cool, retro." Okay, in a couple weeks at the Robinson Invitational, BYU's famous outdoor meet, I'm just gonna walk in with this hat on and try and get in for free <laughs> with the brim flipped up. Now, see, it has to be down for them to take you seriously. Hello. I am here to be an official at this track meet. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I wore I wore the hat uh, yesterday during the forty. Hey, Goose called. I governed, he wants his hat back, dude. <laughs> I governed that event. I was commissioned to go make sure that everything was proper with USA Track and Field. More importantly, you were wearing that track official hat <laughs> during the run yesterday. The run. I just want to know what I ran. You okay? This is a real thing, okay? In reality TV, a lot of it's fake. People know what's going on, then they act. You have, you do not know. We have not told you. The camera operators in our studio have no idea what you ran. There How are many select people know. No, probably about ten people okay. know what you ran. Okay. Okay. So you don't know what you ran, but Tasha Lynn, nineteen, is that her? at Tasha Lynn nineteen? She pointed out yesterday that you. We're attempting to run a 4-9 on 4-9. How did we not we make that connection? We did not realize that. How did we not make that connection? That's amazing. It got pushed back by destiny. <laughs> now the question is, did I run a 4-9? <laughs> destiny can't on always help four, you with those things. You have to do it yourself. Did you do it? I don't know. I want to know. We'll Just tell me. Out. Just tell me. We'll find out. Conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members, welcome. We're going to switch things up, throw you a curveball. Let's talk college basketball. Q Jerem. Yes. If you could make one change to college basketball, what would it be? This is a juicy question. Because one and done. There are like seven things clock, I want to change. Officiating. Shout out to at WCC uh, referees. Weigh in. Use the hashtag BYUSN. the top What's at the top of your list? If you could make one change. And again, at, I, I'm having a hard time with this because I want to make like five changes. <laughs> at Lauren Smith 38002, reinstate the quarters. Should eliminate the flow interruptions of the TV timeout. I have some thoughts on this related to how the NBA uses their timeouts. I'll explain that in a minute. Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What else are we talking about today? The College Basketball Awards will be announced tonight. Tyler Hawes up for the Jerry West Award for the nation's best shooting guard. We also found out he turned down an invitation to the Portsmouth Invitational to train to continue his training 
in Santa Barbara. There's some really notable people that did the same thing, that turned it down. So Tyler's not, uh, you know, extremely different from other people, but we hope that Tyler's training is going well in Santa Barbara with a professional trainer. Tyler's in Santa Barbara, BYU Baseball, also in Cali. In L.A., taking on LMU. They beat second-place LMU last night in 12 innings. Thank you, Eric Yuri. Game 2, 9 Eastern on BYU Radio tonight. And another Southern California team, or thing, BYU at UCLA in the Varsity Cup quarterfinals tomorrow afternoon at UCLA. Apparently, California is the place to be right now. It is, man. And then uh, another California team is going to come here to play BYU Pacific (laughs) tonight. You're going to call those games. Doubleheader on BYU TV starting at 7 Eastern. Uh, approximately two hours after that first game, game number two will go down. We'll also have game number three tomorrow afternoon on BYU TV. At Glemonade 11, the waiting to see if Spencer Linton ran a sub-4-9 is worse than the Bachelor Final Rose episode. You're we te- gotta know! You're, you're telling me, Glemonade! <laughs> this is a brutal torture. It's cruel and unusual punishment. It is awesome that you don't know, and I do. <laughs> and you're the one that ran. <laughs> oh, we'll all right. That. Table that. Bring back your passion for college basketball. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The state of college basketball. Listen I wish to that this. was a state. Listen to this. The Kentucky Wildcats, that might be the state of college basketball. Kentucky True. right now. True that. The Kentucky Wildcats had seven underclassmen declare for the NBA draft. Seven. Seven. Okay, this is the polar opposite of upper-tier teams like BYU, Butler, Wichita State, Gonzaga, VCU, and San Diego State. Teams that are consistently getting to the NCAA tournament that are ranked or have been ranked close to the top 25, if not in the top 25, on an annual basis. Those are teams doing it with guys that typically stay all four years. Now listen to these numbers oh, from weirdos. Listen to these numbers, and, and that's what's that's what's funny is like, oh yeah, man, old school. That that's old school. Well, listen to these numbers from last year's draft. Okay, I looked in the last year's draft to see how many seniors were drafted. Three, three out of thirty. <laughs> three. You know how many freshmen there were? Nine. I thought that would be higher actually, but there were nineteen non-seniors. Nineteen underclassmen in the first round of the NBA draft. Yeah, I, there's still a question: Is underclassmen junior and senior? Is it? Yeah, or is it freshman, sophomore, or is it freshman, sophomore, junior? Whatever. There's a lot of youth that gets into the, the draft. So do you like one and done? Do you, should we keep players for two years? In college baseball, if you go to a D1 college baseball team, you have to play. Th- you have to be there three seasons. One could be a redshirt, or you have to turn 21, then you're eligible for the draft. They make them stay. Do you like this? Do you like this one-and-done scenario versus the stay the entire time? It has created this chasm among basketball purists, coaches, and fans about the logistics and, in some ways, the ethics of what college basketball and getting an education should really be all about. And that's a conversation that could last all day about ethics and the NCAA, but there's some great things going on, of course. But the one and done is a little bit of a black mark. It's kind of a joke. Okay, fall semester, you'll be legit in school, and then that second semester, you don't have to go to school very much if you're going pro. Does Take the NCAA step in at some out. point and change this? I don't. I don't know. the The NBA will have a huge uh, play a huge role in this. If you could change one thing about the current state of college basketball, what would it be? Is it the one and done scenario? Former NBA player, NCAA All American, and current BYU women's head basketball coach Jeff Judkins gave us his strong opinion on the one and done earlier this week. Personally, for me, it's a really hard call. Um, I'd like to see them stay for two years and and build that team unity and all those things that 
college sports is all about. Now, here's the thing. Think about Tyler Haas. Okay, he stays all four years. If you're a Kentucky fan, for seven of these guys, you've got one, maybe two years with them. Like, do you like that as a fan? I like winning the most, no matter what the means are, unless they're illegal or unethical. I like winning the most. If BYU could have one and duns and be a great team, I would take it. However, one and duns don't come to BYU. BYU's had one. And that was after two years on a mission. Sean Bradley. Yeah. BYU's had one, one and done. I would like, I like to watch the NCAA tournament and get to know guys that I know. I liked watching Wichita State because I knew some of those guys. Arizona, I knew some of those guys. But I watch Kentucky and I am not, exi- I mean, I catch Every up Every year later. I'm like, who, who, who is this guy? Who are the guys? They're good, though. If you're Kentucky, you're saying, whatever. We, we're getting talent because we have one and done. The cost and of, they nas- know that they the cost of the winning a national championship. You look at Coach Mike Krzyzewski and Duke. He has turned a corner with this. Changed his philosophy. Changed recruiting style. And it paid style. off huge. Now, now, Jabari Parker's year, two years ago, they lost to Mercer in the first round as a two-seed. Three, seed. three, seed? three seed. I thought there were two. Oh, were okay. they a three? I think they were three. They were two and a half seed. Either way. They, they lost they to a 13 high. and a half seed <laughs> in the Mercer Bears, who BYU had defeated the year before in the NIT. And that's the Bill Walton game when he was here. So BYU, but enough about Mercer. Along, along with Sean Bradley, I mean, Jimmer Fredette maybe had a chance he did to not go have early. A fir- he did not have a first-round guarantee from any team, so he came back his senior year as a preseason first-team All-American. And maximized And it. became the National Player of the Year and was a lottery pick as a result. Okay, Kyle Collinsworth has a, I don't know, slight chance that he might go early. In fact, it, yeah, we, we asked him about that the last time. Jerem, you did, the last time he came in Studio B. You know, right now I'm just I'm not really thinking about any of that and just working out and we'll we'll see from people here get feedback and but right now I'm just relaxing trying to get better I'm in the weight room a lot trying to get stronger so not really thinking about that but you know getting feedback and we'll see that screams I'm returning by the way that's your translation yeah yeah I don't think Kyle will go no I, I he's late second round if that right now he he could improve his stock a little bit get a little quicker Develop, like he t- told us, develop his jump shot a little bit. Now you're talking maybe a, se- maybe a second-round pick. A first-round pick, I think, is a stretch for him right now. The point is, early entry to the draft from BYU is the exception for the Cougar basketball program. So for me, who on an annual basis gets to enjoy the fourth-year senior, you know, watching guys like Tyler Haas play his entire career and Jimmer Fredette, which I love. I loved watching them and getting to know them and following them. That, that was fun. To me, it doesn't matter what year in school they so are. So I would not. That's the one thing I players. would not like about being a fan or being a Kentucky fan is like I want more of you. I want more of you. I want you to stay here and win three championships in a row. I would be. I would take that talent right now in a second, I'm even if say, it turned over I'm every not year. Saying that you wouldn't, but I'm saying I. I would want more. I would feel slighted. Like oh, I only get you for one season. <sighs> the 38 wins. We only had 38. Hey, no, it's awesome, dude. It's they awesome. They didn't win this year, so do you want them to come back and try and win a national would championship? You, would you rather be con- – no, they're like, peace, I'm out. You put seven new guys just like them back in, and then See, you get for me. the like, same result. I like – I like. And even if I you didn't have more. those guys, you were a seven seed and went to the title game last year. You I, lost that. Isn't that funny that their seven seed was better than their one seed? Yeah, they got farther. <laughs> but I, they got to the final I'm with four. Judy, though. I want at least two years. Yeah, I, I want at least two years. I'm with you. I'm with you. Ah, I, I would like two years. Just a little bit more. The straight – the, the straight out of high school to the NBA, 
Don't, not a fan. But yeah. yeah, the two years would be nice. BYU does not run into this issue, though. It'd be nice in the future if BYU had a couple yeah. of guys that went early yeah. to the draft. Eric Meek after his junior year or something, if he tore it up. Cool. That great. would be good because that's a sign of great players. Now, if you could change one thing, Jerem, what would it be? Would it be the shot clock, the one and done, timeouts, officiating? Shot clock to 30. Even, please, 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 please. The women play with the 30-second shot clock. Why don't the men? Why don't the men? Yeah, for me, I, that's, that's it. BYU could handle a 12-second shot clock. Yeah, the one doesn't, <laughs> doesn't affect BYU enough for me, so I'd say shot clock. 30 seconds. Make it happen. Give me a sport where every game also carries significant meaning. Oh, like, say, college football. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 148. When we taped your 40, we noticed on the doors to the outdoor practice field are, are the words, beat Nebraska. Loved it. It is, a, it is a thing for the football team. They are focused on the Cornhuskers. Counting the countdown, down with us yeah. every day. They've got the countdown clock up uh, on the second floor. Yeah. And I ran into Fred Warner, not literally, but he said, hey, do you still think uh, Mitch Matthews is an elite? And I said, no, we'll see you in the fall, man. And he's like, come on, dude. <laughs> the frustration is real. <laughs> if you could make one change to college basketball, what would it be? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Toshalin19. I wish more teams could end the season on a win. <laughs> Not sure how to make that happen, though. I wish it was a baller. I wish it was a little bit. Yeah, t- so, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think there's anything we can do for you there. Nope. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. I, I don't care about that because CBI, CIT, NIT, uh, NIT pfft, whatever. It's all about the NCAA tournament, okay? Yes. At, Depending on where your program's at, BYU, anything less than the NCAA tournament is not a good season. At CougarCast. And I like this response. I would bring back the Cougar Classic. That was fun back in the day, Christmas time tournament. BYU tends to play in big tournaments. They don't have to host one. It's it's an external experience the Cougars can have elsewhere. I think it's beneficial not to have the Cougar Classic. Coming up, BYU's leading tackler and the man who absolutely skyrocketed his stock at BYU's Pro Day. And at the bottom of the hour, I, along with the rest of you, finally, finally, find out my time in the quest <laughs> for a 4 9 do you feel like it was... All right, Spencer, uh, how do you feel moments away from the 40 win? I feel like the anticipation is going to kill me, <laughs> truthfully. Ready to go, man. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures on the BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can join our conversation whenever you feel like it using the hashtag BYUSN. Check it out tonight, softball. We have a doubleheader against Pacific starting at 7 Eastern time on BYU TV. The BYU softball team killing it right now. We'll talk to Sydney Broderick of the softball team coming up. She's won three straight West Coast Conference Player of the Week awards. Yeah. She's you know, good. Does it get old at some point? You're like, eh, whatever. No. Winning does not get old to anyone. <laughs> no. If you could make one change to college basketball, what would it be? This coming from the chasm that has now been created between college football or college basketball players and coaches and fans about, you like the one and done? I mean, Kentucky has seven guys going to the draft. Do you like them to stay longer? Use the hashtag BYUS and tell us what you think. Now, more importantly, we get to our college football topic of the day and what we believe might be a pro football topic very soon. Sky Povey joining us in Studio B. Sky, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, before we get to football... Let's talk about the parking issues that have been happening at BYU. You, you tweet out a picture yesterday of your truck with three tickets and a boot. 
What happened? Man, I I think they had a bounty on me or something, you know, in the <laughs> in the parking office. Because to be honest, like, uh, I mean, I probably shouldn't confess this on live TV, maybe, but uh, I'd gotten away with years of parking and teacher parking. <laughs> <laughs> so what I would do is I'd back in, you know, and uh, my the front of my truck didn't have a license plate. So nice, I think because nice. I, I, I kind of mm. figured that thing was scanning numbers, maybe. Okay. I don't know if some students are watching. Maybe they can try it. Uh, <laughs> picture might scare them off a little, but, uh, I think maybe I'd gotten away with it so far. They were just, they were fed up, you know, and maybe that guy got free pizza or something for getting me. I don't know. It doesn't help that you have a massive truck either. Yeah. It kind of stands out a little bit. <laughs> I think if I'd like they a know your truck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's noticeable. I like that you tweeted at the BYU, at BYU problems too. That's yeah. a good follow. Yeah. It was, a. Uh, it's a problem here at BYU, so I just figured, you know, they'd be interested. You have to take care of that before you can graduate, right? Uh, let's hope not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. This is like, I, I had a friend get a phone call from the testing center saying, you owe, you owe 50 cents for two pencils. You what in the world? Yeah, this is a real thing. Holy cow. Send that to the at BYU problems on the Twitter machine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one more thing. At the, I've noticed you at a lot of baseball games. Uh, while I'm calling games, you're behind home plate with uh, your good buddies Mitch Matthews and Nick Kurtz. Yeah, yeah. What's the deal with those guys sharing <laughs> cougar tails? It's a sketchy crowd. <laughs> those dudes are funny, man. They're just uh, they try to get me to like join in, but I'm like, you know, because they're like sharing a blanket, <laughs> and they're, and I'm like, dude, that's offensive stuff. I'm like, man, us defensive players don't do that. So, uh, but yeah, we my roommate, he's on the baseball. Team, so I, don't, I usually don't miss a game. I usually try to go to most of them. So who's your, who's your roommate? Uh, Eric Urie. Oh, he was the, the hero man, last night. Home man run. The hour, man. Give him a shout out. Just hit a home run to win it in extra innings last nice. night. That was big time. And that yeah. was a, that was a nice win for BYU. Uh, so on pro day, you killed it. Uh, what kind of training went into that performance for you? Yeah, so uh, I was training with Jordan Pendleton, as some people know. Uh, awesome. He's one of the like, if not the best trainer I've ever worked with. And uh, it, it was different. It was a bunch of, like, uh, explosive med ball throws, box jumps. Um, to be honest, at first I was a little – because it's very different than anything I'd ever done. I was used to throwing on a bunch of weight and just squatting, you know. And uh, with Jordan, it wasn't like that. And so I was kind of iffy at first, but I kept getting gains and I kept getting faster. And so I kind of just trusted him and trusted the process, and it worked out. I love that he tweeted out, the slow white guy from BYU <laughs> just ran a 4-5 and jumped 37 inches to lead pro day. Were you, I mean, when you hit those numbers, were you like, did you surprise yourself? Um, a, cu- um, a couple of them. I, like the, the vertical I knew I'd get, the broad I knew I'd get. Um, the, the, the 40, the thing that, that actually did surprise me is my agent. He contacted me, and a couple teams had me at a 4-4-9. Woo! And uh, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think I'd break 4-5. I mean, with Jordan, the goal was a 4-5-5. I wanted to run a mid-4-5. So the 40 surprised me a little bit. And then the three-cone, I knew I'd run a good time. But, I mean, I didn't know that I'd be breaking 6-6 because 6-6 was, like, the record. Was the, I mean, it was the goal as well. What is it with BYU and, safeties and running, like, an amazing cone, like three-cone drill? Daniel Sorensen yeah, did it. Yeah, I know. I guess we just do it on the weekends or something. <laughs> Me and Danny out there running three-cone drills. So in the 40, uh, Spencer, a couple weeks ago, I don't, I don't know if you caught wind of this, um, said that he felt he could run a 4-9-40. Yeah, yeah, I so, heard it. I heard so yesterday this. we ran it. Uh, do you think that he can run a four nine four? We're going to reveal that coming up. I'm 33, Sky. I'm 33. <laughs> I mean, was this who? Ti- I mean, who timed him? I mean, okay, we we had there... we had some digital technology that we used after to get precise timing. Okay, so we did hand time 
for unofficial, and then we coming up, we'll show you the official. Yeah, yeah, okay. digital timing. Yeah, I would. I, I, I mean, no offense, I don't think he hit it. <laughs> and uh, none taken. Some guys on the third floor were timing it as well, and I don't think they had you under okay. it either. So All right. we'll okay. see. There was a tweet of someone from the uh, JFSB, which is a building, I don't know, hundreds of feet away and up high on campus. They were watching from the fourth floor. Yeah, yeah. There was, they, this became was a this, campus became thing. This thing. Watch you do this. <laughs> and coming up, we'll tell you the time. Now, if I ran it on turf, with I was running it one. I was running into a headwind. Okay, <laughs> and the grass was just aerated, so there are chunks of dirt all over the place. Here come the excuses. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, like we're gonna do this again. Okay, I don't know what happened, but we're gonna do it again. Don't worry, you're we're not gonna... alone. Bronco Mendenhall is like you have zero prayer. Mike Littlewood's like. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we all hoped that he could do it. it, it we'll, we'll find out. Okay, so with your 449 or, or 4540 <laughs> and your 37-inch vertical and your really fast three-cone drill, what are you hearing from NFL scouts after that performance at BYU's Pro Day? Yeah, so uh, like my agents had quite a bit of interest shown in me through um, after my performance. Um, it's, I, as some people know, some teams are interested in me as a slot a couple, most oh, most okay. at safety, okay. but there are a few that have contacted him that say, hey, we'd like to work him out as a slot and kind of see what he looks like there. And so, um, yeah, so I've been catching p- passes from Christian, um, been working a lot with Austin Colley, me and him. So he tra- he's been training with me out with Jordan, so we became pretty good friends, and he's been awesome. He's just teaching me. I mean, that guy's a technician, man. He runs the best He's routes. a surgeon. Yeah, he is. He is a perfectionist. Like, when you work out with him, you know why he's good. Because he, every route, he wants it to be perfect. So, it's been good working out with those guys. If the NFL uh, doesn't work out, would the CFL or AFL interest you as well? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, man, I love football. Um, I, I don't want to give it up. And I think most athletes can relate. And I'm just not ready to hang it up. So, wherever I can play, man, I'm, I'm trying to make it. So. so, it's not an NFL or bust situation. No, yeah, I'm definitely open to play up in Canada or just wherever I get a shot. We talked to Harvey Uma yesterday, and he was saying that uh, he'd been contacted uh, by the BC Lions, John Beck and Austin Collier are there. So, like, if it came to that, like, is that something that would excite you to go up there and play with some old BYU guys? Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Be a good time. Better than, like, I don't know, like sending emails or something, you know, like something <laughs> else that I might have to do. <laughs> I don't know. Do you expect to play pro football this upcoming season? Uh, to be honest, I, I think I do. Um, I, I, I'm a pretty good special teams player. That was somewhere where I excelled. That's somewhere that teams actually really like me, too. A lot of teams that show interest are like, we like his special teams. Well, just ask Danny Sorensen. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I'm, I love special teams. I'm not scared to hit someone. So hopefully I get a shot to show that I can run down and make a tackle. Okay, let's talk about the uh, current status of BYU football. You've been around them and are with them and are hanging out with the guys that are coming back next year. You just led the team in tackles. What do you think of the 2015 BYU football defense with uh, Bronco now taking back over and Nick able to go back to his specialty with the secondary? Yeah, uh, I, I, th- I think they're going to be good. It was good to um, – I mean, last year they had quite a bit of youth, I think, and they had uh, some young guys get playing time, which at BYU, as you guys know, is kind of rare. We're usually pretty senior heavy. And uh, I think some freshmen, some sophomores got significant playing time, and I think that'll, that'll show next year. I think they'll, they'll have more maturity, and I think that it'll show on the field. Uh, do you think that the, the guys in the secondary specifically, um, I guess at times it felt like there were some talented guys out there that maybe – uh, you know, word is weren't always running the scheme to that degree. Do you think that changed a little bit this year? Is that yeah. a fair assessment of last year? Yes, yeah, and and more so than um, I think. Man, that just comes with time. You know, uh, Coach Mendenhall's defense—it's really 
it's really com- complex. I mean, it takes a while to learn. And I think just when you're young, I think you make mistakes because it, the game's going so fast, you know. And so I think that just comes, yeah, uh, uh, Kai Nakua, I think he, he grew a ton last season. And I think he's a guy that's going to make a ton of plays. He's a really good player. And uh, Jordan Prater, another guy that was able to get in, make some plays. He was young. But I think those guys coming in with confidence and experience, I think they'll make a bunch of plays. Your brother-in-law is Nick Howell, and we've kind of wondered, like, what? What in the world is the football relationship like being that you have that that tie when when you get on the field? Like, are you yelling at each other a little bit more because you're family, or how does that work? Yeah, he's definitely harder on me um, because of that, <laughs> especially my first couple of years, man. It was tough. Like, he, uh, I even remember sometimes Craig being like, man, like, I didn't even think you did anything wrong, you know? <laughs> it was just like he wow. he's coach how he wanted to make sure that people knew he wasn't playing favorites. And so, uh, I mean, I feel like I had to go above and beyond maybe what I should have had to do to prove to him that I deserved to play. Or, I mean, when I made a mistake, it was the end of the world. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, – but it is it's, – it's like our football relationship and our relationship off the field were very different. He At football, he – I mean, he was hard on me, but he didn't treat me as if I was family, you know. He kind of just was my coach. How does the dynamic change for him this year where he can go back to focusing his energy solely on the secondary? Yeah, um, I mean, I, obviously, being a defensive coordinator, he had a bunch on his plate um, calling plays, and, I, and that's that's harder to – I mean, he's trying to watch what um, protections they're doing. He's trying to watch the fronts, things like that, where he couldn't just focus maybe just on the secondary. And so, um, I mean, I, I think that, yeah, he, he'll be able to put a little bit more focus there and maybe spend some more time with some corners, some safeties. Hey, Jeremy and I have had one last raging debate that's been happening for the past week or so, and oh, that boy. is – to define Mitch Matthews as an elite receiver right now, or do we have to wait until next season to term him elite? What do you think? Is Mitch Matthews elite right now? I, I, do, I think Mitch is, is a really good player. Um, I've thought You're so, a good teammate. <laughs> I've thought so for a while. Uh, back when I played corner, I thought he, I've always thought he was one of the toughest receivers for me to defend. He, uh, not only is he he's athletic and he can move, but he just uh, he goes and gets the ball. He's a competitor. He's the type of kid. He's not. He's not. Uh, he doesn't shy away from competition. So uh, yeah, I think Mitch is gonna. I think he's gonna have a huge year next year. Is really good elite. Because my argument is he's on the verge, and if he has a great season, then we could call him elite. As opposed to Spencer saying, no, he's elite now. If you played again today, I think he would be elite. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, elite is in terms of what? We're talking nationwide? That, we're talking Yeah, among the nation, yes. I, I, I think Mitch will be one of the leading receivers in the nation next year. I really do. That's, that's I, exactly I think, what I think, I'm saying. He needs to play <laughs> and do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if, if I'm on him, then he probably wouldn't be as elite. You know, I probably... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just joking. Mitch, is, he's, he, he's gonna, he'll, he'll have a big season. Yeah, I, th- I think we all think that he's going to make the jump. It's just, is it now or is it after September when BYU plays this really tough schedule? And we you know find what? Out. Let's play football. Let's <laughs> exactly. play football. Let's just play. Hey, Sky, thanks for coming into the studio. We wish you the best of luck uh, moving forward. Congratulations on an absolutely killer pro day. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. It was fun and appreciate it. Good luck with the parking. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll try to figure that out. <laughs> During the break, we'd like you to sign our Rise Up flag, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Okay, hand that over there. And, I don't know uh, it's a tougher challenge, making a, a pro football roster or the parking situation. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to figure that out. Listen, coming up, just tell me already. Are we finally there? Are we finally at the time I where I get to know my 40? Oh, what did I run in the 40-yard dash? The official time's announced next on BYU Sports Nation. One man, 40 yards, 4.9 seconds. 
Never before in the history of BYU Sports Nation has a 40-yard dash been so widely anticipated. Spencer Linton, did he hit his goal of 4.9 seconds, or did he fail miserably? Find out next on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Station brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or at BYUSportsNation.com. Hey, after a fantastic Game 1 in which BYU won 5-3 in 12 innings last night at LMU, uh, tonight, Game 2 is at 9 Eastern time. You can listen to that exclusively on BYU Radio tonight. Uh, just saw a tweet from Ty Detmer. He said, thanks to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame for a great evening. Proud to be a Texan. I believe he was inducted last night. What took so to long? To the Texas Hall of Fame. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what took so long? His college career was, his high school career was sufficient, let alone winning the Heisman and spending 14 years in the NFL. Here are today's Go Fast, Go Hard edition of BYU Sports Nation headlines. The College Basketball Awards will be announced tonight. Tyler Haas up for the Jerry West Award for the Best Shooting Guard. We also found out he turned down an invitation to the Portsmouth Invitational, opting to train with uh, his specialist in Santa Barbara. That's, I mean, that's not uncommon. There are a lot of guys that do that. He has proven himself. Yeah. Can Top he, 20 wait, score in he, NCAA history. Can he shoot, dude? Uh, yes. Yeah. We mentioned baseball beat second place LMU. That's coming up tonight. Rugby plays UCLA in the Varsity Cup quarterfinals. BYU's ranked number one, won three straight national championships. They're going to pound UCLA, and then they're going to play a semifinal next week. Talk faster, Jeremy. I want to know my 40 time. Talk faster. (laughs) Get going. Softball, doubleheader, Pacific, BYU TV, 7 Eastern. (laughs) Awesome. All right, let's go. (laughs) Hey, at at the Coach Edwards, this is Matt Edwards, grandson of Lavelle. He's a I love that you're extending this. He said, tuning in to watch BYU Sports Nation for the first time. For the first time? What took so long, Matt? To watch Spencer Linton try to break... Four nine. My guess five point three five. Five three five. Well, we'll see. Tom Brady ran a five point two eight in his NFL comment. Please tell me <laughs> I'm faster, faster than Tom or Brady. Slower than Tom Please Brady. tell me I'm faster than Tom like Brady. Like raw muscleless Tom Brady out of Michigan. No, he oh. probably have muscle. You're right. <laughs> this from at Uncle Trent. Since Spencer Linton is wearing red for his forty yard dash, I hope he eats dirt. You want what to- does he think? <laughs> it was not red. It was Cardinal, and I was representing my high school, Northridge High School, who, oh by the way, produced Kobe Buckwalt. Okay. And and Diane Lake, who just recently signed. And you. That's true. And and me. <laughs> People are like, oh, great. Northridge beat Copper Hills, my high school, my senior year in football. So come on. Let's get to this. Okay, anyway. Are you ready? Can we roll the video already? Enough. All right. Here's, here's the first run. I ran two. The first one, not so great. My foot slipped on the third step out. Okay. The, se- the, se- the second 20, I thought, was, was better. The push, but my, my lean was too early. Okay, so there's your first run. Reaction from you immediately there's, there's after Jerem that. Right, right here. All right, first one's in the books. How'd that feel? I got off to a bad start. Got, yeah. a, bad, got a bad start. So slow out of the gates. About 20-yard mark, I felt okay, but yeah, too, way too slow a start. What do you think you did on that? Probably 5-2 or 5-3. What, do you, what adjustments are you going to make in the second half, Coach? The start, the start has to be elite for this to be a 4940 for a 30-something. Okay, second one coming up. Listen okay. to how hard I'm breathing. How much? <laughs> how tired were you after that first one? Going I was really tired. I needed, like, legitimately, like, I needed a few minutes to, to catch my breath and go again. But then this is, like, the desperation factor setting in right now. Like, no, leave nothing! Sprinting, sprinting, and through. Ah! 
at that point, are you thinking, I and did it, I hit and the down you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, at least I fell after the finish line, okay? Yeah, my back honestly kind of hurt a little bit. I got like a nasty grass stain and a little bit of a, a field burn, but it was worth it. Your shoulders always hurt from carrying the show. It was worth it. Yeah, I had the most stress <laughs> in my neck this morning after all of that. Okay, more, more, mental, more mental stress or physical stress? <sighs> yes. <laughs> okay, so now to the time. Come on, we have baby. a system Come on. called MVP, Let's go. which can track timing. We now reveal the time uh, of, of today. Okay, the first run. We're watching it. This is run number one. Run, you three, slow four, piece of junk. Run! 5.35. Okay. On the first one, Matt Edwards nailed the time. Okay. That was your first run. Okay. 5.35. Okay. Please be faster than Tom Brady. Now let's look at the second one. Please be faster than Tom Brady. Do you think it's faster or slower? I'm saying faster. You're saying faster. Here Better we go. Better start. Better Three, start. Four, 5.47. Oh. Which brings us to the stat of the day. It's oh. the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 5.35. That was your fastest one. It was okay. your first one. Matt okay. Edwards nailed it. And it was slower than Tom Brady's 40 at the NFL Combine when he came out of Michigan. Oh. He's 6'7". Six, six. He's 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> now that you know the result, what's your reaction? I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Like Chris Burgess, you've disappointed an entire nation. Oh. <laughs> you know, I tried. Oh, okay. I hand, uh, yeah, gr- great stuff there from uh, David Phillips and all of our uh, crew there to come up with that. I th- I'd hand timed it quicker. But okay. I, but I, I had 516 and 518, but that's obviously hand timed and off and whatever. Okay, so are we trusting, the, like, how, how solid we is this technology? It. This is the same technology we use on After Further Review to track stuff, live games. I thought your effort was tremendous. I thought that you trained really well. You were a little nervous, but I thought that you ran a pretty good 40. But you're 33 years old, man. To think that you would run a 4.9 is, is tough. You're fast, but you're not 4.9 fast. Disappointing. You know Disappointing. what I mean? Okay, I want to do this again. Can let's I say, do it, I want, yeah. let's, let's do it again do sometime. Let's do this on turf, one. Okay, this was on natural surface. It's on a natural surface. It's just been aerated. Okay. So, okay, there are, there are some things that you can use as you an see excuse. The, you Go see ahead. the flag blowing? The wind <laughs> is blowing right into me. Yes, it is. I didn't think it was going to be that much of a factor. During the second run, though, I was like, man, why? This is... Oh, that wind account for what? 0.05, I don't know. And then Sky just said, why didn't you use my different cleats? He's like, your cleats are super heavy, dude. What were you thinking? Okay. You have lineman cleats or something? So, I don't know. I just, Did Steve Kafusi give you cleats? I'm not buying this? elite stuff and then basketball shorts on. Like, what? People are like, no, dude, you need to be in the garb, like, all, like, compression stuff. Okay? So, if, <laughs> if we do that, how much of a difference will it make? Okay? If we go inside on turf, not aerated grass, no wind, and I'm wearing all compression stuff with Sky Povey's cleats, how much would it really take off? How much would it really matter? Point one. Nobody point, cares. <laughs> <laughs> point one or point two. I don't know. I don't think it'd get you to four nine. What was the fastest I, I was timed? Like who like who clocked me at the fastest? I think I did. Oh, you did a five one six? Oh, so, someone on the third floor watching. I there were people watching in the student athlete building, JFSB. There was probably a helicopter. Chopper five from KSL or something was watching you. I don't know. The Goodyear blimp, we called and asked them <laughs> if they'd come. They said no, we don't care. But congratulations. I, th- I thought the effort was fantastic. Unfortunately, you were 5-3-5 oh. you at your fastest. Jan Jorgensen, former BYU defensive end, tweeted this. Run that on turf, and you are two-tenths faster. Seriously? Fix your start, and you are there, my friend. Right on, dude. Okay, Jan. So you're, you're point, you know, three six away from being four nine nine. Okay, now here's the thing. People are like, oh, you're slower than a lineman. <laughs> uh, linemen are 22 years old coming into the NFL Combine. Okay. 
And they've been training for four months. Let's get you with Frank Wintrick for a yeah, couple of weeks. Face. And then see my what face in this is just like, oh yeah, you can tell. Like I am. <laughs> How would you rate my physique, Jerem? Uh, you did go skin tight. Yeah, it was a little cold out there. It looked like a little bit cold. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it at that. I did like the spillage at the end of the second one. Like the all-out effort was uh, fantastic. Okay, more more embarrassing that or me shaving my head. What the five three five? Are you kidding me? That's not even close to you shaving your head. I know. Way more embarrassing because I've had to live with it for five weeks now. That's not even close. So on a scale of uh, stupid to stupider, I was stupider. And that's not even a word. Okay. <laughs> okay, here, here's the thing. Let's get some reaction we're gonna, to this. We're going to do, we... do, do this on turf again. We're doing it again. Like I'm, I, I want to see how much of a difference this really makes. On, pro, on BYU's Pro Day next year. Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. I'm not opposed to trying year. it either. I want to, I want to see how okay. slow All I am. compression. I'm not going to say I'm a 4-9, though. Super fast cleats. Okay. No wind. No air. Here's the thing. Like, I didn't think. I honestly was like, it's not going to be that big of a deal running on grass. Like, whatever. Aerated. But you can feel your cleats find some of those rivets in the grass. And so, like, it feels like there's more undulation. I was like, oh, man. But undulation, wow! But you know that's a golf term. That's because I worked in Palm Springs for three years. Um, Moose Bingham weighs in. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Moose Moose Bingham is weighing in. Tell us what he said, Jaron. I don't follow Moose. You do. Sorry, Moose. Moose is in studio. No excuse, Spencer <laughs> Linton. Specialists are faster than that. <sighs> I want. Hey, Moose, go run on undulated grass right now with it just aerated. He's like, that's all I run on. Okay. Man. Go do it, man. <laughs> At 33. How many of you are 33 that are not professional athletes can run here, faster than a 535 laser time? Here it comes. At Bridger Hill. Uncle Rico runs a 4940. Uncle Rico. <laughs> what Uncle Rico's going to take an elbow to the throat in about five seconds. You're getting mean. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's, it's, it's getting crazy. What are we doing now? I'm just angry. I want to go. Let's go, let's go run again. You're legit angry? Let's go run again. <laughs> With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU 623, <clears throat> excuse me, 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. Learn more at CougarClub.com, and welcome to the club. Up next, all she does is win WCC Player of the Week honors. You think I'm exaggerating. BYU Sydney Broderick, the sophomore sensation, back in Studio B to get her due share of the karma. Or does she even really need it? Look at that hustle. Yeah! BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jerem Jordan. Tell the people what they can watch tonight. Tonight, softball's on BYU TV, the first of ten consecutive home games for the Cougars, many of which are on BYU TV. Watch it starting at 7. It's against Pacific, the University of the Pacific. If you could make one change to college basketball, what would it be? That is our Twitter question. Use the hashtag BYUSN. But more importantly, back to softball. All she does is win West Coast Conference Player of the Week awards. That's not really an exaggeration. In fact, three consecutive. Sydney Broderick, welcome back to Studio B. Thank you. Part of the sensational sophomore crew on BYU softball playing Pacific this weekend. Uh, you win a third consecutive WCC Player of the Week award. Like, what do you get for that? First of all, like, is there is there like a certificate or how, is it just like, hey, you won, congratulations? <laughs> yeah, they. Well, one of them I didn't even know I won until Coach Egan announced it at practice. But they, at the end of the year, they give us certificates for each Player of the Week that we won. 
What do you do? Do you put that in a frame? What do you do? You know, pocket that and something in the garage? Um, well, they're just in my room right now. <laughs> Not framed yet. I'm sure That's if I gave them to my one. parents. Add it to the list. It. Add it to the pile. You want West Coast Conference Player of the Year or something, then you get a nice you know, <laughs> frame in that. Uh, what, what's it like for you on a day like today where it's game day? Do you have class? How do you relax? Yeah, I have class today, but it's at 11, so... I don't know if I'll go. So, <laughs> you should not well, admit this. Well done. <laughs> you should well not done. admit well, this. Well, it's game day. I have to stay focused. That's true. Yeah, that's so, true. So how do you stay focused on game day? Um, besides not going to class? <laughs> well, usually go to the field early because we get food. So it's nice. And then we're just all hanging out in the locker room. We have music playing. We gets us pumped up. We just talk about the game. and so. What kind of music are you playing to get pumped up for a softball game? <laughs> Um, it varies. It also depends on whose iPod we listen to. <laughs> so if it's yours, what are you playing? <clears throat> um, well, before games, I like playing, like, I guess rap kind of music, because I like getting pumped up. Okay. So, so who are we talking here? Drake. 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 Okay. <laughs> so you're Drake, you're Kentucky's Drake number one fan, Drake. <laughs> Sydney Broderick with us on BYU Sports Nation discussing... Right from the bottom, now we're here. The important things... <laughs> About getting ready for a softball I can, game. I can do that. <laughs> the personalities on this team are out of this world. Like, it is, it's overwhelming. And that's a good thing. That's yeah. a good thing. How do you keep from getting sensory overload and go out and, and just play softball when the game actually starts? Um, well, we obviously like having fun before the game starts. But we know once the game starts, it's game time. We're all serious. All we want to do is win. And then, of course, if we're winning, we'll have more fun. So... And so far, so good. It's been uh, good in conference play. Guys are at 3-0, and uh, tied with San Diego. Big games uh, tonight uh, with Pacific. What's the key maybe this weekend to taking down the Tigers? Um, we just have to stay focused, keep playing like we've been playing, get ahead of each batters, keep scoring each inning, don't score in one inning and just stop. Just We have to be consistent throughout all of the games. Pitching is such a huge part of softball and the <clears> success. <throat> And you have uh, one one of the best in the West in McKenna mm-hmm. Bowl. What's it like catching for her uh, and playing with her on a regular basis? Um, it's really cool experience, especially since we're in the same grade. So we both got here last year, and we just connected on that level. And it's just we have a good relationship where I can tell her, like, if her spin is working really well, I can tell her that. If it's not working well, I can tell her that, and then she'll fix it. And by the next game, she's even better than she was before. So. Are there certain mannerisms uh, that you can have as a catcher to get instill confidence in your pitcher if maybe she's off a little bit? Um, I guess sometimes. You'd have to ask her. But a lot of times I like going, like, come on, like, hit me right here. Like, I got your back. I'll frame it for you. Like, I'll just – I'll block it for you. Just throw it. Throw your pitch. Like, if you hit my spot that I'm telling you to hit it, then we'll be good. And just try to give her confidence like Dropping that. Dropping Drake rap lines at her. <laughs> Hey, let's go, McKenna. <laughs> I could do that. Appropriate Drake lines. <laughs> Jerem likes to ask the candy question every time we interview a softball player or a coach. And that is, Jerem. Okay, so it's a well-known fact for those who pay attention to softball on BYU TV that at first base, it's a tradition. It was Netta Leahy, probably before her, I believe. Kristen Delahousey is the coach now. You, get, you go to first, you get candy. Tell us about this tradition. Well, a lot of times before each inning, when House runs out to first, she's like, hey, I have candy for you guys, so come meet me at first. So, <laughs> oh, now I will. <laughs> i got to get to first. I wasn't going to, now I will. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like an incentive to get a, hit, a get a hit or get on base or something. So, What kind of candy are we talking about? Um, she has Tootsie Rolls. She has M&M's. 
I think those are the two main ones. They ever melt? Like, is it weird? I, no. Like, M&M's are not packaged, right? <laughs> we you, don't, no. you don't have time to, like, unwrap <laughs> something. We don't think about that when we're on base. You just, she's like, you want candy? We're like, sure. They yeah. just need some quick energy, Jim. <laughs> have you ever, uh, in an attempt to steal around the bases, choked on the piece of candy? No. I always try to swallow it before the <laughs> next pitch. Like, super quick, chew <laughs> yeah. it? This is a logistical nightmare. Division one concerns, people, <laughs> on BYU Sports Nation with Sidney Broderick, the reigning West Coast Conference player of the week, in fact, three times in a row. Your seven pickoffs lead the West Coast Conference. What do you like better, throwing out a batter at second or, let's say, hitting a home run? Uh, I like them both a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to pick one. I guess it depends on the situation. Okay. Like, if we're, like, if we're struggling to get outs and – like, we can't have them score, then obviously throwing them out at second is huge, just getting them off the bases and getting another out. But if we need runs and if we start up a rally, then I like hitting a home run. <laughs> As a catcher, how are your knees outside of softball? Oh, they're fine. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, they, like, crack whenever I squat, but... I have the same issue. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> and fine. And you're a catcher, so I think you have issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should probably get that looked at. But your, at. your knees are good? You're, yeah. They're fine? Yeah, they're fine. I'd imagine they'd be more sore than uh, you know everybody else just having to squat down so much. Um, I don't know. You're used to it? I'm kind of used to it, yeah. Huh? Like, I can sit in the catcher squat all day. It's not tiring to me. So. Hmm. so when you are watching back a game or a highlight on BYU TV, and it's, it's a great play that you're involved in, uh, let's go with the home run. Is there something that you want me to say on the air when you hit a home run? Like, use, is there a go-to use phrase? This. Use this time, Sydney. Like, is there a Drake? <laughs> is there a Drake phrase you want me to drop if you hit a home run? I don't know. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. You can say anything you want, really. Okay. You can change it up each time. Something different. Keep the remember, fans on go, their feet. Yeah. I can't remember if it were if it was you last year. I think it was you when I said the Queen of Diamonds or something. It was somebody, somebody hit a home run and it was she's the Queen of Diamonds. <laughs> I like that Pretty one. Good. You should drop a Drake line tonight. <laughs> Sydney has. I'm going to do my research. An extra base hit. I have to hit a home run first. Okay. So. Okay, you hit a home run. Well, you hit a home run this weekend, so Spencer can drop that. I'll try my very best. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> Uh, Sydney, great to have you back in Studio B. Good luck Thank against you. Pacific, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. You'll see her on the air, and I'll be bringing you the news on the air on BYU TV starting tonight at seven Eastern. Thanks, Sydney. Thank you. The game on tonight for Sydney Broderick and BYU softball. I'm still reeling about. I've tried to ignore it during that interview, but I'm still reeling. It's all right, man. We'll get you uh, in the right place in the right attire and see what happens next year. No, have, can we do have, it faster than you have that? One year to train. <laughs> One year. I have a year to train for that? Holy cow. Do I need that much time? Up next, the Cougar Whip Around. More of your tweets. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. You know what we should do right now? Sounds of the week. Yeah, Mitch out there just going hard. I mean, you, you got him out there trying to prove himself. And for me, that's something that, you know, screams, um, you know, a, a team captain for next year. They'll let you know, and even if they even if they try to trick you and say, yeah, I feel great, you can tell by just their stuff. And Colton looked, looked sharp. One kid said, is this just another dagger in the heart reopening the wound? And I, I said to him, I was like, honestly, it's just a matter of perspective. For me, it's icing on the cake. So, I brought a few tips for you. Okay. Um, one key, our team tip is not to fall. Okay. No, don't fall. <laughs> let, me, let me write this down. Don't 
ball. Okay. What else you got for me? Um, pump your arms. Pump. Arms. So some people don't realize, but the faster you move your arms, the faster your legs will move. On the efficiency scale, he he was probably a D minus in that game. On the strikeout scale, he was an A plus. I will be the punter that you were talking about. That's not true. That will be me. See Stu the punter. That's not true. Yeah, that's not. True. Okay. I believe the four nine is is uh something that's very achievable for your spin. I believe in you. The sounds of the week never disappoint. Our rise and shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. And it goes to Sky Polve's roommate, Eric Yuri, who hit a two-run home run last night to beat LMU in 12 innings. Nice job, Eric. I'm also going to give it to you because you put yourself out there a little over your head. But you went out there and actually attempted the 40. Yeah. And I respect that. And like Vince Vaughn's character said in Anchorman, gosh dang it, I hate you, Ron Burgundy, but I respect you. Do you, do you hate me, though? No, I don't. It was just a quote from that movie. <laughs> why, is, why is there not a dislike option on Twitter? I want to know that. <laughs> That'd be dangerous. You know, <laughs> dislike, dislike, dislike. Okay, some great tweets coming in. At uh, Leif Peebler, good try. <laughs> good job, Thank good you. effort. At BYU Fan 1995. Whew, my hair is safe. Great effort, Spencer. Thank oh, yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Mangum. At Janimal84, uh, he said, run Andrew. that on turf. Yeah, we already said that. You'll be two tenths faster. Okay. Who else? At Anthony Bird 18 fail with five <laughs> exclamation marks. At Josh Schultz, that was beautiful. Thank you. I wept openly. Wow. Thanks, <laughs> Josh. Wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. At what, Ryan, what else you got? Double uh, O Stevens. Those basketball shorts are going to add at least .1 to your time. Yeah, I'll get the right gear on. You need the right gear. You I'm need coming right back place. with the right gear. We're going to do this again, okay? We're going to do it again in a year if I in have year? to wait what? that long. Let's do it before fall I camp. Know. Let's, we, we have a long summer. Why can't we do it over the summer? we got to work something out. We'll figure it out. Okay. We're not making decisions right now. Yeah, Come Brian on. Logan 7, too. I could backpedal faster than that. Hey, and, really, Brian? How about that 20-mile run that you still haven't run and, that you agreed to on said, this show? He said, what 20-mile run? He forgot. Oh, my goodness. He's in Hawaii. Also, let's play basketball, Brian. Thanks to Sky Pove, Sydney Broderick, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> the show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN. You don't need to watch this one, though. Like, nah, it doesn't matter if you watch this one. For Jeremiah Spencer, shout-out to Cassie Anderson. We're back to work on Monday. It's a conspiracy!